What did we just watch, Amy? We just watched Disenchanted one week ago, so it's not quite fresh in our memories, but we watched okay. it the day after it came out on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. And uh, this is our first takes, first impressions. Oh, spoilers. We didn't even say that in the last podcast. Was there anything to spoil in the last one? No. No. <laughs> but this this will have spoilers. This will have spoilers. Disenchanted and Enchanted. So. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, spoilers for Enchanted. Um, yeah. First first impressions. Now, Kevin, Kevin watched this having never seen Enchanted. No, I've seen Enchanted. Oh, okay. I just don't remember Enchanted. Oh, okay. Yeah. He asked me what Enchanted was about. Oh, yeah, I did, because I didn't really... Like, okay, I knew there was a princess from a Disney World, Disney Universe-style place who came to us, and I figured she married a dude by the end, and it wasn't the dude you expected. Like, that's the general impression I had of Enchanted. Well, Disenchanted did something that I really appreciate at the very beginning. It Previously did a on. Full recap of the first movie, and I wish everything had Every, a previously every on. sequel. So I could remember. remember what we just watched. Yeah. Or didn't watch. Like a few watched, years ago. Yeah, the first. This or Enchanted came out in like 2010. It was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. Um, I'm trying to see when it came out. I didn't realize Disenchanted was a, a Disney Plus exclusive. Yeah, I don't think it was coming out in theaters Mm-mm. like Hocus Pocus 2. Yeah. Um, just coming out in Disney Disney Plus, probably for the Thanksgiving holiday, because they figured the families, families would be together. Yeah. Okay, the original Enchanted was 2007, so it was 15 years ago. No. Wow. Uh, I yeah. What did you think? What were your first impressions? A good follow up. I thought it matched the original film really well without repeating okay. the plot. Um, I still enjoyed the music. I enjoyed Amy Adams' performance. Mm-hmm. Um, I especially enjoyed her going from in the same scene going from kind of ingenue Giselle to wicked stepmother Giselle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I felt like she she was one of the few actors making choices mm-hmm. in in the film. Uh-huh. Um, some other actors making good choices. James Marston sure. still, still, still enjoyed great. his performance. Jama Mays as one of I the... I love Jama Mays. Uh, the, the wicked queen's hench... Women uh, was making choices and really, really enjoyed that. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, To some extent, the daughter, Gabriella Baldacino, Mm -hmm. um, she was making some choices Mm -hmm. as kind of when they transitioned into this this fairy tale world. And I thought she did well. Um, I thought the the rest of the acting was boring. didn't mention Patrick Dempsey there. No, or even Maya Rudolph. Yeah, Maya um, Rudolph was fine. She was she was fine, um, but she was mostly just being Maya Rudolph. Yeah. Um, Yvette Nicole Brown I was disappointed in. Yeah, I like Yvette Nicole doing, Brown generally, and she didn't do a lot. She didn't um, do a lot. Uh, yeah, I thought. It was a good 
other take on, on a fairy tale where Amy Adams becomes evil, mm-hmm. wicked. Um, I did originally think from seeing the preview that it was going to make commentary on how uh, Ingenue's transition into wickedness mm-hmm. as as an older woman mm-hmm. feeling threatened by mm-hmm. um, daughters coming of age. I would love like, to have seen that movie. Kind of patriarchy and and um, uh, yeah, yeah, how. How that would have been good. Yeah, so I was, you know, I, that probably was a little intense for a children's movie, but, um, but the idea that she wishes for a fairy tale world, and in a fairy tale world, the stepmother would be evil, was, uh, still a creative mm-hmm. choice. But yeah, I would have liked to see the world where you see, as a woman ages, she becomes more vain, more ambitious, mm-hmm. and wanting to be younger, and wanting to... Rather than uh, just doing this against her will because the magic made it happen. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was I was very impressed with Amy Adams' acting, as usual, and very disappointed with the creative choices that led to those acting decisions. Um, because I thought it took away so much of Giselle's agency. Like, okay, she made this wish, and it had repercussions, and she's trying to fight it a little bit, but, like, she doesn't have a choice as to whether or not to become the stepmother, only, like, and she doesn't really want to become the wicked stepmother, but, like, we don't see any subversion of that. Like, oh, that's what it has to be. When my expectation of the first film was it's all about subverting and questioning those sort of fairy tale beliefs and the the myths and stories whereas in this one it was like no that's how fairy tales are so that's what it has to be um i i can see the bones of a good movie in this i just don't know that it accomplished it for me um because i I agree with most of those things you said in terms of like the acting and i like a lot of the design choices the costuming the the set design i thought was was sufficiently clever for a lot of things but i didn't by making everything follow fairy tale rules it took a lot of the suspense out of the story Mm -hmm. if that makes sense for me like the third act i was bored I, yeah, I did think it was too long at two hours. Yeah, I don't. Was it even two hours? Mm-hmm. I believe the runtime uh, was it, two yeah, hours. Yeah, one hundred eighteen minutes. You're right. Um, it was long, unnecessarily so, and again kept like almost being good in a way that I kind of found frustrating. Because you had, for example, Maya Rudolph's character who is sort of the evil queen of the school and then becomes a literal evil queen. And then you have this tension of, like, we can't have two villains in our fairy tale. And, like, okay, yes, that's, I guess, true if we're following fairy tale rules, but that never that tension never really gets resolved other than, okay, well, we'll make Giselle not be evil because that's the outcome we want. Um, and at no point did it humanize either of the villains, which is something I would have wanted from this experience. Uh-huh. Um, like we see 
Maya Rudolph's character humanized sort of after the fact when she wakes up from her weird dream where she was an evil queen um, and she decides to be nicer to Giselle. But... Having your first movie be all about like, hey, fairy tales don't work and then having your second movie be about like, fairy tales don't work and we're going to show you by having everyone exactly behave as in a fairy tale doesn't have a lot of bite to it to me so that's what i felt um it was cute amy adams carried the whole movie um i really wish we had seen more of the perspective of the daughter Mm -hmm. uh gabriella baldacchino as morgan phillip i did think it would be interesting uh if she, the daughter, wasn't in the fairy tale, like the fairy tale happens around her, and she's the only one who mm-hmm. like remembers the real world, I think that would have been great as as a subversion and recalculation of the first movie, which is fish out of water sort of tale. So let's invert that and put the the normal human into fairy tale verse. Mm-hmm. That would have been neat. Uh, but that's she, she. That is not what happened. No, she just also becomes part of the magic. Um, there were a lot of callbacks, Easter eggs mm-hmm. to Disney movies, like the dancing silverware mm-hmm. to Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. There was a moment in the daughter's song where she climbs up on some boxes and some water splashes behind her, like that uh, iconic. Aerial moment, oh, mermaid. I did not catch that, but yeah. Um, the Maya Rudolph's Wicked Queen looked very much like um, some sort of cross kind of between Maleficent and the Evil Queen in, in Snow, Snow White. White. Um, so there were mm-hmm. there were a lot of callbacks. Um, and I couldn't help but think during it, I was like, okay. This is the last one you get, Disney. <laughs> Where you get to call back to your previous movies and and, and just and rest say, on that. Oh, we realized that there were some like problems, like there are some feminist problems mm-hmm. with these pre- previous movies, and now we're going to humanize our villains yeah. and, and uh, give even more agency to our princesses. And, mm-hmm. um, I'm, I think, I think we're getting <laughs> okay, tired. This is the last one. You've. you've... <laughs> I'm getting tired of this Disney. It's enough, it's enough girl boss Disney. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that completely. Um, but I think, yeah, with... I know you can't, you can't just wish a movie to be what you want it to be. You gotta, you you gotta, gotta meet the movie where it is. Where it is. You gotta meet the movie where it is. But it seemed like the first act pre-wish was doing a lot of groundwork in an effective groundwork i think in building giselle into becoming something that could be perceived as an evil stepmother by ignoring the wishes of her daughter stepdaughter the distinction isn't important really other than just because of the tropes and always trying to fix things and not listening to her actual daughter's needs like 
that's actually how abusive relationships work. As like, not that I'm calling their relationship abusive, but if you want to take that and then turn Giselle into an evil stepmother, like doing that through enhancing and increasing those behaviors seems like a much more effective route to take and seems like where the movie was going in the first third first act to then subvert that by her instead behaving against character doesn't work as well rather than when you were putting in the work to show her character and her personality and that clashing with her stepdaughter was in fact the problem because I don't think she ever learns that that was the problem. No, her stepdaughter just becomes nicer. And that yeah. solves their relationship issues. Yeah. And that's not great. The first act also sets up something interesting. Of, you know, uh, in the spirit of the first movie of problematizing the happy ever after. And it's mm-hmm. not like... Like, she and and her husband, Patrick Dempsey, are are getting a divorce, Mm -hmm. and and everything is terrible, but the things that happen in life, you're in a relationship, your cute daughter turns into a moody teenager, (laughs) um, you have a baby, and you're just, like, exhausted Mm -hmm. and grumpy all the time, you're not sleeping. It doesn't end just because the movie does, you have to keep going. (laughs) And it's just, it's life, Uh and and we glorify the meet-cutes of of relationships and films, and Mm -hmm. not um, telling the middle parts of the story. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I did have a a thought to like is disenchanted like act two of into the woods (laughs) (laughs) and the answer is no not even a little bit but (laughs) because that is very much about the failure of happily ever after because this wasn't really about that again like again once the wish happens it becomes a very different movie and so much of the work that was put into that first act doesn't have much of a resolution or payoff other than we got everything back to normal where things are kind of rough still i guess we caused a problem and then we fixed it without without acknowledging any of the larger circumstances or things that were going on there and they do set it up for a happily ever after at the end patrick dempsey starts a small law practice in the town doesn't have to commute Mm -hmm. and you know, they've got their cute little baby in this picturesque town uh-huh. and this big house. And... and she makes friends with the evil queen, played by Maya Rudolph. And that, yep, new happily ever after again, just because. Mm-hmm. I liked the people on the train. That was fun. I liked those people. They were miserable, and I felt bad about them, but. Well, community. Commuting's sounds, hard. Doesn't sound great. That's why we work it from home. Yeah, my commute is 20 feet. And it's sometimes that's a little long. Very nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, Alan Tudyk played the scroll, and I like him. I didn't know that. I saw it in the credits. That's where I learned it. Oh, well, I had another callback that uh-huh. tipped the 
chipmunk turns into the evil cat. I just, like, loved Pip the chipmunk as an evil cat. I will say. Yep. That was funny. It was good evil cat. Good evil cat. It worked well. I appreciated it. Um, I did... I thought, again, they were going to focus much more on Morgan, the stepdaughter, than they actually did. Which was disappointing. Oh, this is another thing um, that bothered me. That was such a small choice. So Amy Adams, great actress, did a lot of real interesting work with the switching back and forth between the two versions of herself in rapid succession. But more than once, they cut at the transition. Yes, it wasn't all in one shot. And that hurts the performance. I don't know if they were actual cuts, but there was one where, like, the camera kept panning back and forth of somebody's head. Yep. I, think, I think it was Morgan's it was Morgan. head. And I was, it was just frustrating that they were doing it. And it, was, it looked like it was a choice rather than, like, it looked like a creative choice rather than just, like, a filmmaking workaround. Because uh, I, because other times... Amy Adams was perfectly capable of switching between the two modes in the single shot. Um, and I thought that was doing her a disservice as a very good actor. Didn't like it. Let her perform. Well, still, I think it's a good follow-up to the first one. Good. And <laughs> I mean, still... it was cute. The songs were fine. I don't think I remember any of them other than the two evil queens singing at each other. Yeah, I think that was meant to be the one that everyone remembers. remembers. They gave uh, Adina Menzel a song where she said, let it go. She didn't say let it go, but she said things that rhymed with let it go. <laughs> Which again was another kind of like Easter egg for a yeah. Disney film. Yeah, but it wasn't a very good song. Mm-mm. It was a waste of a Dina Menzel. Um, although the song with her and uh, James Marsden when they were given the gift was cute. That I was liked that cute. song. Yeah. About the magic wishing wand. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's. Those are the only songs I even vaguely remember. And they were they were fine. They're cute. Um, yeah, that was the movie. Any other thoughts from Amy? No, that that sums up. Okay. That sums up. It was. I'm looking at the Wikipedia page now. It was uh, Stephen Schwartz and Alan Menken. Yeah, no, it was your classic Disney. Which is actually kind of disappointing that the songs were that forgettable. <laughs> I expected better. Uh, uh, I it's got a forty-one percent on Rotten Tomatoes, which honestly I think is a little low for it. Yeah, fair. I think it was better than than that. It's kind of like a five out of ten. Yeah, and I think it was is better. I don't know. I'd give it about a five out of ten myself. So, <laughs> well, maybe I have more 
of a hope for it. Yeah. A nostalgic part oh, sure. for it. Cool. You want to tell them about our Patreon, Amy? Yeah, we have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash 5degrees. Uh, you can support us on a... It's on an episode-by-episode basis. You can put a monthly cap on it. So if we do 20 episodes a month, and you're like, I just want to support one. That's yeah. cool. We get it. You get two perks for being a patron. One is the super-duper unedited version. From the moment we turn the mic on to the moment we turn it off, in which we mostly talk to our cat. And the second perk is you get a list of movies we did not watch. Kevin comes up with a list of five or so, and then I pick one to watch. I think on this movie, we didn't have a list. We, we just watched it. So. You just yelled at me and went, Kevin, we're going to watch Disenchanted. I said, okay. No, I... <laughs> said, if you want to watch it, yes. we're going to watch and it. And I said I did. So, <laughs> here's your opportunity. Those are the two perks. Um, rate us and review us on your favorite podcatcher, but we'll just keep on keep Recording. on doing. And keep watching yeah. movies one way or the other. And keep talking about them. I mean, them. yeah. We're, again, we would just do this anyway, so. Yeah, we just put it down in front of the microphone yeah. this time. Uh, so think, uh, did I cover everything? That's all the things I can think of. All right. Say goodnight, Amy. Goodnight, Amy.